Monday. It's Monday. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to Monday, retail auto industry. Today we're talking about uh, VinFast actually getting reviewed for real, for real. Decentralized power and a $40 million pay cut. Everywhere I go, what? the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop forty million. That made me, that made me feel queasy inside. <laughs> the way you said it. The way you said it. For one person, too. One dude. We're not, we're not talking like corporate earnings cuts. We're talking the personal economy of one man's cuts. We'll see. I don't think we're going to get too much sympathy, though, even when we talk about it a little bit. Nah, nah. It's, it's, it's the must be nice factor. Well, it must yeah. be nice to lose $40 million, right? Yeah. If you start to complain about paying taxes, right? Well, it must be nice to have a lot of taxes to pay, right? Well, that's just the way it goes. There you go. There you go. Way to start it out. Way to start it out. Uh, we're starting the week out with some changes. Um, uh, first of all, our SodoCon Instagram account, if you're not following it or if you are following it, you notice some changes. We're, we started, we transitioned it to a Sodu events so whenever we're doing an event it's going to be landing on this instagram account which is cool it doesn't jam up our standard asoto feed where we like to have news and commentary and insights instead yeah. we're going to focus on events have all the little story features so you can go back and see like day one day two day three of a SotoCon if you want uh and obviously we're going to test this sucker out in just 10 days at nad yeah hey speaking of rebranding oh shoot two segues Stop. In an intro. Whoa. <laughs> in an intro. So uh so interesting. We started a Saturday email. I don't know if you Ooh, knew this, Paul, yes, two yes. weeks ago. I did know. Uh that. and 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 originally we were like, ah, daily pushback. And then we we're like, no, 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 no. This thing needs a whole brand of its own because it's a little bit of a refresh. It's a little bit of a recharge. Uh we branded it recharge. It's got a whole new different look, a little, little bit different feel. So if you're waking up on a Saturday and you're looking in your email and you see one from us. Don't be surprised. Don't be alarmed. And uh, what we're going to try and do is feature a lot of uh, people around the automotive industry. So you see 52 features this year of uh, of people in our industry that are doing really cool things. That are just great. And just great. So a little bit of a fresh, longer read, less news, recap of the week. And no uh, acronyms. recharges you. No acronyms, we promise, on Saturdays. No acronyms, no that's math a, problems, right? That's a lot. There's going to be acronyms. Oh, but they'll be at the this bottom. Automotive. They'll this be at the automotive. bottom then. <laughs> He's like, how do we even talk to each other if we don't use an acronym? I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't say. know what to say. I miss every fourth word. Uh, well, at this time tomorrow, ye, you, Al, Nathan, we will all be on the ground. Production team rolling heavy uh, or pre-production team rolling heavy at the site of 2023 a SotoCon in Baltimore in and out. We're going to be in and out in a flash checking out the venue. Follow on with the social because we're going to try to post some content and get, get you a little inside scoop. Again, circle the last week on your calendar in September. Put a hold on it. Say, no, I'm not doing anything else because I'm going to a SotoCon. I was a little upset that I missed it last year. And I'm not going to do that again. Not doing it again. Uh, not doing it again. All right. Let's talk about some news. It. Okay, okay, okay. So here we go. Um, we've covered the company VinFast before and their big launch announcement where they brought everybody over and wined and dined them in $11,000 bottles of whiskey so they'll talk nice about the vehicle. All that aside, um, as VinFast uh, gears up to begin U.S. deliveries, pricing and specs of their first crossover, the VF8, are already being met with a variety of consumer resistance. So they didn't really release a full spec sheet, but now that they're about to go on sale, they're releasing the specs. Remember, they all got on that big boat. It was really awesome. They yep. shipped them over here. 999 so, of those jokers. Bam. So uh, first uh, is the price. 
So their new, their first vehicle, the VFA, uh, a crossover SUV, it's pretty small, uh, coming in at $56,700 and a battery range of, get this, you're not even going to believe this. No, it's the other side. I'm not going to be able to believe it. 179 mile battery range. Oh no. Out of an 82 kill. So my first question is what is the range in Syracuse, New York on Monday, January 16th when it's like zero degrees. <laughs> <laughs> on a full charge. On a full charge. <laughs> if you don't want heat. Going slow. Uh, so to compare this, uh, uh, the but. Hyundai Ionic 5 has a 266-mile range and starts a lot cheaper, right? Just over 42000 So there's a massive yep. price difference and a massive range difference. Other EVs, such as the Kia EV6, Volkswagen ID4, Ford Mustang Mach-E also have a higher range at lower prices and you know, customers seem to be feedback a little confused with the leasing model. If you remember, VinFast well, is the one that says we're going to let you lease the car and also lease the battery separately. And then. Uh, all right. So question. There's either one of two things happening. Either they didn't spend enough time on the battery technology and we're kind of like, all right, we got to get this across the line. We'll lease them separately. And and we know that we're doing continued R&D and this leasing has some sort of model in it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know this or if they've announced it, some sort of model for like upgrading your leased battery, keeping the vehicle and all of a sudden now, boom, all of a sudden you have a, a, a larger battery range or something like that due to software updates. So that's one or, or, and, and, and this isn't like market research, whether or not, I I think there are a lot of countries where you just don't see the volume of driving that you see in the U S. So if there's not been a lot of market research on the necessity for a longer battery range, like, do you think that that's an issue? I don't, I I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's an issue, but I I think that just general, the general thought of like, do I want to spend more money for less range? Right. Like, I mean, the anxiety, I'm just so interested to see, but like, I agree with you, like on the software thing, like maybe they will roll out a software update and it's just a tough, like thinking about it from a brand play launch. I mean, it's got it. Is it the lowest? Is there one that's lower than 170, whatever miles? And I, I, not over 56,000. Not over 56k. No, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a, been a, a few that have been launched at like that 100, 110 mark, but they're like 30, if it was a value. It's like a value based yeah. vehicle, though, right? Yeah. So exactly. we, we linked up a review in the show notes um, from a YouTube. Oh, what's the name of the YouTuber? I'm sorry, I don't have your name up here. We'll get it in a second. But oh, somebody's already typing it in. So uh, reviews at CES. Vinfast seemed to be really open handed with their. Um, you know, they're demoing. They would just literally, this YouTuber's in a back lot. There's a bunch of VinFast vehicles. He's like, we didn't even really tell them who that who we were. They just said, yeah, you can test drive the vehicle here around the parking lot. They took him for a road test drive. Um, and the title of the YouTube video is I drove. Now, this is someone who actually got invited to go out and do the big demo overseas and, you know, wanted yeah, to die. decided not to do it. Right. Because yep. he, he wanted want. to be unbiased. Yep. yep. And so he his the title of the video is this. I drive the VinFast VF8 for the first time, exclamation point. And I really wish I didn't. So, now, this is a man after my own heart for one of two reasons. <laughs> Kyle's like, that gave me for warm two, fuzzies. Two reasons, two reasons. One, because the man is is just sublime with titles and calls it like he sees it. And I get why. I get why, Paul. I don't know if you noticed this, but the man's name is Kyle. 
smile. Calls it like sees it. What? I missed it. I missed that. That's fantastic. So he goes around the vehicle and he highlights, you know, he gives compliments on the styling and some of the lighting. And then he also calls out things like, you know, the little, there's like a little plug connector when you open the charging port there's like this insert thing that's dangling he's like well that's going to mess up your paint there's no lighting in here right like he obviously has yep. reviewed a vehicle or two um and then he goes on a drive around in it and you know he said there's a lot of weird rattles the road noise like know. he he just you know calls it like he sees it he goes it's drivable it's livable but i wouldn't pick it and he gives it a three out yeah. of ten um in comparison to chevy bolt costs like half as much and has over 200 miles of range and actually is pretty similar to the size. So uh, VinFast, you know, take, taking a couple on the chin on the way in, it'll be interesting. Every great company, right? How do they respond to it? How are they going to respond? What are they going to do? They have a bunch of products in the pipeline. The larger it's VF9. Be tough. We'll see. I mean, they, yeah, they've got a lot of vehicles, a lot of different opportunities to get into the market. And I, I wouldn't count them out because Don't. overseas they're crushing it. And I, I think they'll probably make the adjustments necessary to, to, to rock and roll in this market. And the parent company, Vin Group, um, you know, they own like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> so stuff. they got they, got, they yeah. got some money to pour in. And, and I am a fan of the way their CEO, can't remember her name, but the way she kind of handles herself it like, she seems pretty cool. So maybe we'll meet her one day, but uh, we'll see what happens. See what yeah. happens. Uh, Speaking of handling a lot of stuff. Oh, good one. Way. I was wondering how that was going to go. That's a really good one. Really good one. So for GM and uh, Google, none other, are teaming up to promote the advancement and adoption of what they are calling virtual power plants to help take strain off power grids during peak demands and emergencies. So basically what happens is with permission from customers to to uh, to connect it to their source, the tech pulls together thousands of decentralized energy resources like electric vehicles or electric heaters controlled by these smart, uh, smart thermostats. Basically what it does is it lowers their impact on the power grid turns them from charge to discharge mode and brings the uh, energy back on the grid. So, so essentially like creating uh, a, a power plant out of consumer electronics and uh, electric goods. So um, pretty wild because basically what these VPPs, the, the virtual power plants could do is reduce us peak demand overall by 60 gigawatts. That's 50 million households powered by that much. Um, and that's, that just blows my mind. I'm and more than by like 50 million households, not 200 even 50 gigawatts people. by 2050. Yeah. 200 gigawatts by 2050. So it's, I, th you know, this is the first time that I've heard like a, a valiant effort into like, okay, we recognize the power grid as it sits. Talked about can't it last supply week. the power Big necessary. Time, right? We were all over that last week. And here's a potential solution to how that works to like reclaim some of the power that's outgoing from our physical power plants. Pretty wild technology. It really is. You know, my first response to it, because like my first response, <laughs> why is it that I always see the You're holes like, in things yeah, first, right? right. <laughs> I'm such an optimist in most of life, but I'm sorry if there's a power outage or they're telling me there's going to be rolling blackout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate a lot of people trying to solve a problem and we need to do this. But the first thing I'm doing is unplugging my car so it doesn't suck power out of my car. Right. <laughs> right? Oh, there might be send a disaster. It back. <laughs> Let me be a real citizen and send all the power from my EV that I can't charge, that I can't like bring gas to. Let me just send it all back because somebody right. needs to run their air conditioner. Right? Like that's... <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I mean, but I get it, right? This is I don't need hot showers. Out. I'll take the cold shower. You run your AC. Don't worry about me. No, you but know? I understand like the, but the greater good of it, 
But I'm sorry, and like the thought of Google adjusting my thermostat for me, I'm passing on right. that. I'm passing on that too. But like, like it is an important thing. I think that a lot of it's working some places in countries like Germany yep. and Australia, um, and it does make sense, right, as a rational solution. But you know, you really gotta trust who's controlling that switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and and this is gonna be like logs into Google VPP app. Disclaimers, terms, and conditions. <laughs> agree. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> you go get in your car and you're like, nah. I mean, I'm sure there's like a financial compensation when you're sending power back to the grid. There's it's got to be causing be. you. But yeah. but man, if it if there's an emergency or things are rough, I think nobody wants their car donating energy or giving energy or selling energy yeah. um, out. I mean, I don't know. But maybe it uses it to power your own host. I don't know. But look, it's a creative solution to a very real problem. We're encouraged that people are talking about that problem. Because it's hard to ignore that problem when like grids are going down because it's cold, you know, it just exactly it, it doesn't. Well, speaking of being in the cold, Stop. kind of Segway. time. Okay. We've been hearing a lot about scaling back these days, uh, but not to be left out. Apple CEO Tim Cook has personally requested a 40 percent pay cut in 2022. He was like, you know what? Things are tough. I'm going to request a pay cut. And uh, but basically, forty uh, percent off of his ninety-eight million dollars salary in twenty twenty-two will land him somewhere right around forty-nine million. Uh, but this is according to an investor statement. His target salary, anyway, is forty-nine million um, as year-over-year sales have declined. Actually, it's not here in the show notes, but uh, about sixty percent of shareholders said that he should make less this year. So they're listening to shareholders, which is always a good thing. Yep. Um, his compensation is a $3 million base, $6 million cash incentive. I don't know how those two uh, wash out. And then everything else is usually in terms of like stock rewards and uh, and options and things like that. It's complicated, big time CEO stuff, if you don't know. Um, and, and also, it's these are two interesting facts too about his compensation, right? Because you just don't get the money or the stocks, right? You get a couple perks, right. a couple of his perks, uh, the company listed uh, over $500,000 in security, right? Got to keep the man safe. Things are happening. And $730,000 in private jet fees because back in 2017, they mandated that all his travel, the CEO's travel, it was him at the time, still is, must be via private jet. So, you know, I, that's for me, like that $1.2 million is like a drop in the bucket for a something that I company. would say. Yeah. Gotta Duh, move your people like, around, right? Why would you not move your CEO around with a high level of security and in a private jet so that he's not messing with that? Like the time value of money on that person is so smart. So, well, if you're I, making a hundred million a year, right? Divide that by your working hours, and you're like, hey, well, yes. somebody's got to wait for the for the flight delay because like the little latch on the thing is broken. Bingo. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, no, it's that I'm not worried about. Personally, there's a lot of people that get upset about it. What what more blows my mind is that a man can make uh, can take a 40 percent pay cut and still be in <laughs> the the almost uh, 50 million dollar range for total incentives. So um, but here's the thing what I and, and I don't know how this how this spun, whether it was a board decision or anything like that. But Apple always looking at brand is going Tim Cook requested a 40-ish percent pay cut. <laughs> right. Yo. Yo, all other this. brands be like, yo, we fired a bunch of people. They go. Apple's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What if, Tim, what if we did this? What if we said that you, instead of us being like, we elected to cut your pay down. What if we were like, yo, you said everybody's going to be like, see this guy. 
This guy, we love him. We'll He's so that. good. We'll take that. We'll take that. <laughs> well, look, uh, it's a Monday. We got a full week of stuff to do. You have a full week of stuff to do. But look, have a little fun with what you do for a living. Serve a lot of people with yeah. what you do for a living and get out there and show what retail automotive is all about. Mm-hmm.